0: Welcome to God's Table Talk, where real-life stories and testimonies of faith are brought to the table. I'm your host, Paul Eck. In this episode, I'll be visiting with Jan Skinner. Now, Jan lived a typical American childhood in the Midwest and grew up in the church. After she graduated high school, she went on to college where she met her future husband, Terry. Then at the age of 22, tragedy struck. Okay, so we're talking with Jan, and uh, your background is really a typical American-type story. You had a mom and a dad, and you had a brother, and you went to church, and you just had a normal, typical American family, Um, but then when you were a young adult at the age of 22, you dealt with something pretty traumatic. Can you talk a little bit about that?
1: Well, at the age of 22, Terry and I had just been married six months, and um, I had gotten a phone call. My mom was a school teacher out here at Bismarck, and um, they said that she had had an accident. And um, that's pretty much all I needed. I knew at that time I needed to come home. So we came home, and um, we had stopped on the way home, and my dad, I made a phone call in Rolla, and my dad just said, You know, your mom has died. And so from then on, my life changed. I became dark. It became dark. I was very, very depressed and sad, and um, just kind of went through the motions. I was, a, I was a school te- going to be a school teacher, and um, went on with a job and everything, but just really came, went through the motions, and um, was very rough on our first years of marriage. Um, he was a, my husband, Terry was a great guy and stood by me, and and um, I'm. Thankful for that. I couldn't have um, asked for anything more. Our vows were serious, and he, uh, but it was rough. We had a, it was rough. And then um, we moved back uh, to Farmington and um, began our lives. And I, we attended a layman's retreat one weekend with uh, Nazarene Church at Pinecrest Campground, and um, Dr. Fine was speaking. I don't exactly remember the dates or anything like that. I was probably in my early 30s and I knew that I needed something more in my life. Um I was at rock bottom, you could say. And it uh it was not good. Um so if you've ever been at rock bottom, you know you know what that's like and so um I uh yeah, Dr. Fine spoke and uh it really touched my heart and it uh brought me to the altar, and um, at that time, I sec- accepted Lord as my Savior, and um, I've been moving forward since. I was always in church, but I was raised Lutheran. But um, the Nazarene Church had something more to offer than what I was used to, and uh, so that's where where I ended at that time. Um, after that. Uh, We had pastored churches and in and out of church, but always had our Friday night Bible study and always um, close to the Lord, but not as close as probably we could have been or I could have been, I should say. I shouldn't speak for both of us. (laughs) (laughs) But anyway, um, so for the last four years... Um, since I retired from school teaching and everything, we had started back at the Nazarene Church at Farmington. It was funny because God had been tug- tugging at my heart, and and I was thinking about retirement and thinking, you know, we'd have more time for church and so on and so forth. So I, um, but I didn't mention anything to Terry. Well, uh, he had been thinking about it as well. So God had been putting it on both of our hearts that maybe we should try. To go back. So we did that April. It it was, I think we went shortly right after Easter. Um, It was 2017. And uh, so we've been back at the Farmington Nazarene Church since then.
0: Okay. So, and we should mention that that's the church that I believe Terry grew up in, was it not? Yes, it was. And his his father and his mother still go there and you guys go there. Mm -hmm. I wanted to go back just a little bit. As you look back now as a Christian, back to those 10 to 12 years of darkness from the time your mom passed until you came to the cross, what do you get? Are you able to get good? I mean, are you able to see some good out of it or to understand it better? Or what do you get from that? Or how do you you view it?
1: Well, those are not real happy days. They were just... Uh, days of putting one one foot in front of the other. I will be very honest. I was just kind of blah, you know, whatever. Um, I was not a good mother. I was not a good housewife. At least I feel I wasn't. Um, So I just, those days are kind of blurry. And I've uh, I've always pushed them back, pushed them down. And I think that um, there comes a point in one's life that God brings those brings you down to you are so broken that he can come in and fill you again and that's what's happened in my life
0: okay terry we talked about your husband had had a stronger faith than you when you met um did he was there anything that he did to try and draw you closer to god or how how did he handle the situation and For that matter, what was his response when you walked to the altar and gave your life to Jesus?
1: Well, you know, men, they like to fix things. (laughs) 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 So, you know, it was very frustrating for him. Um, It took a toll sometimes on our marriage, but we always stuck it out, and God always made a way, and um, he was always there for me. I think when you're that young, sometimes going through things like that, it's hard to know how to nurture that person or whatever. So it's just, it, we just we just leaned on God to help us. Um, I forgot where I was going.
0: That's okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's, let's talk about this then. After you got saved, how did that change your marriage? How did it change the complexion of your marriage? You have a son. You and Terry have a son together. Did it change how you mothered? Did it change how your your marriage was?
1: Um, yes and no. There was this, that still that depression of losing my mother in such a tragic way. So I finally sought help, professional help, and um, that helped a lot. Um, medicine, doctors, I mean, there's nothing wrong with it, and that helped a lot. But um, I, I don't know. I guess just... Since my illness in 17, diagnosed with breast cancer, broken again, brought down to my knees at a more mature age, already back in church with a loving church family and a loving family that God has changed me, really, really changed me.
0: And you mentioned the the fact that you were diagnosed in 2017. We stepped back, what was it, about a year earlier to that, and your husband, Terry, was facing a serious heart issue. Mm -hmm. Can you talk about that a little bit? Because you guys are both, I think we're both looking at the end of your careers as teachers, retiring. Mm -hmm. You guys love to travel. You were looking at all that and sort of God kind of put some things into the road. You went, wait a minute, this is, how, did you think that, Were you able to help him with what he was dealing with, with the heart issue, before you got diagnosed with cancer?
1: That, um, Paul, that is really a good question and something to bring up. When Terry had his heart attack and he was diagnosed with that and we we were facing um, the bypass surgery, God gave us a piece that... Like it says, you just don't understand it. He just gives it, and you accept it and embrace it and move forward and that is exactly what he did. um Yes, I was worried, yes, I shed tears, and I wondered, you know, why is this going on here? We are we're getting ready to retire, but um with with god's peace we 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 marched right through it. I mean it was. His presence and Him all the way. Same thing with my diagnosis. Yes, I had my pity party just for a little bit. And then uh, we just marched right forward, and God has helped me all the way through.
0: I know you've talked about, in conversations that we've had, um, about the fact that there were times where literally, you know, getting even wake, opening your eyes was difficult mm-hmm. were you speaking with god then were you what were, what was going what were you doing when you were bedridden because of because of the cancer
1: i did a lot of praying a lot a lot of praying and i found myself praying when i didn't even know i was praying i would it it was i don't know i can't explain it it's something that um I went through, I'm thankful for it. I mean, God was there the whole time. I can honestly say that I never was really afraid. I wondered about what was going to happen to me. Um, but but he ha- he gave me that peace again. And I will, I'm telling you, if I could carry that with me all of the time, I would. But he doesn't give it to you all of the time. He only gives it to you when it's most needed and yes he's given it to me twice and I can't explain it it's just there and I didn't I didn't um fear any of my treatments or anything like that every time it came back to treatment time I was ready to go I just knew that that's what my plan was
0: now do you find yourself uh meeting people that are going through this or God putting people across your path that you can empathize with because of what you've gone through, whether it was with your mom, with your husband, or with with your uh, cancer treatment. Because I've found that God does that. The the worst things that happened in our life, we find later on that he actually has us cross paths with people who are going through those things, and we become the the helper and become a voice for them.
1: Oh, yes, that has been one of the best parts of it, I should say. Um, everywhere I went, and my husband will tell you, people were always willing to, um, that they would say, honey, I'll be praying for you. I know what you're going through. I've been there. You know, when I was bald or whatever, they, you know, they say, oh, I love your hair or whatever, you know, and we, we would be eating out. And Somebody would come up and always incur- give us a word of encouragement or pay for our meal. We had that happen a few times. And I would be, wherever I would be, even in, at the doctor's office or whatever, I would always come across somebody and uh, was able to share my testimony and just exchange some nice you know, words with each other.
0: This may be a difficult question, but do you think your faith is stronger because of what you've gone through?
1: Oh, yes, my faith is a lot stronger. I have a lot of faith and I have a lot of trust. And I am not one to worry so much anymore. I um, will be honest with you. Yes, I am supposed to go to a a doctor's visit next week and have blood work. There's always a concern, you know, hoping my numbers are good and all that. But um, I'm just trusting God that they are going to be good and everything is going to be fine.
0: So as you look back, we won't give your age, but as you look back, <laughs> you can, when, okay. you were, when you were 18 years old and now you're older than that, um, Do you, your vision of what your life would be like at 18, how different is it now that you're not 18?
1: <laughs> well, it is a lot different. I, I really don't like to think about where I would have been. I was a good girl. I kind of got in a little trouble in college a little bit, but I met Terry and I had, and um, I had a good friend and uh, she asked me to make an ultimatum. Is it him or is it me? And I chose him. And I think that's the best decision I ever made was choosing him. And I, I just, I just don't even know where I would be if, if I hadn't chose him.
0: So you're, Thinking that God put this together. Huh? Yes, I am.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's kind of amazing. I always enjoy doing this. Looking back, and you think back when you were—I think you and Terry met while you were both 18 and 19 years old at Mineral Area College—that um, he knew then what you, were, what Terry was going to need as far as a wife, and what you were going to need as a husband, because he saw all the, he knew all these things mm-hmm. were going to happen. Does it sometimes put you in awe of just the fact that you? One, you, we don't have control of our lives, and number two is that his that his his uh, plan for our life is amazing.
1: Yes, I th- I think back about that, and I just, you know, it it is. You are in awe. I mean, I've been in awe several times, and when I think about that, yes, and then when I think about, you know conceiving my son and everything you know i'm in awe then and how all this works and then i and another time is when i was in awe was when the first time i we went to alaska and i saw those big mountains and it's like oh you know so yes it was him because he is the main the main person in my life i mean that every morning before i get out of bed it's thanking him for the night's rest and thanking him to wake me to another day to serve him The Lord is my shepherd. I lack nothing. He makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside quiet waters. He refreshes my soul. Psalm 23, 1-3.
0: My thanks to Jane Skinner for joining me for this episode of God's Table Talk. I hope you enjoyed our visit, and if you haven't already, please subscribe to our podcast on either Apple, Spotify, or Anchor. You can also watch the interview on YouTube. Join me next time for another episode of God's Table Talk. I'm your host, Paul Leck. Be blessed, but more importantly, be a blessing.